previously on Attempted Adventure. There is a town called Rosemond. Villagers have been changing. That stuff in the forest ain't just affecting the trees and the livestock, it's the people, too. Do you know anyone? Yes, my granddaughter Frances. My name is Finian F. Finian. The FBI, you know, the Fantasy Bureau of Investigation. (laughs) I think I have hit a dead end on on finding my deputy, so uh, go ahead. Two minutes to talk to Franny. Indeed. Thank you very much, officer. Well, there's Darla. Who's Darla? The town master's wife. She didn't disappear, though. Found the deputy. Darla log pitcher begins a slow, deep, guttural sound that gradually pitches upward and turns into a holler. There are, in fact, six figures now. They are standing in a circle around you. There is a smoke figure emerging from the pool of drool in front of you all. Welcome back, adventurer. Are you ready to give it a try? Let me re-explain what's happening here. Alright. So these six these six villagers, three of which you know, or have come to know rather, um have all stood around you and began drooling this black viscous inky goo. And from that pooling in the center of them, in this large circle around you, uh, has grown a six-foot-tall smoke figure. And now when you all look up at this smoke figure, um, I want you all to make an insight check. Six. Twelve. Damn it. Oh, Allie. I lost my character sheet. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Find it. I like your purple Twelve. dice. Thank you. They're mats. Oh. Uh, I got a 15. Okay. Portia, when you look up at the head of this creature as it, as it morphs into shape, you notice something oddly familiar about the shape of the head of this creature. It looks... Guys, this thing has a familiar head. It looks vaguely <laughs> similar to the shape of the symbol that you've seen time and time again. What? The upside Ew, down oval. The upside down oval with the three long drip marks coming from the bottom and these or you know, six and six. Six on the bottom, six on the top. You recognize it. It's that symbol. I do. I, I recognize that head. You tell your compatriots. Heck yeah, I'm like, guys, that symbol thing is right there. Oh my god. Oh damn, good catch, Portia. Holy shit. I'm here for. Uh, So with that, let's roll initiative. Nineteen. Eighteen. Oof. Got six. Nineteen. Uh, Matt and I have the same one. Uh, Then you both need to uh, re-roll. Two. 
Seven. Okay. <laughs> Yay! Them up in here. <laughs> and then, uh, Otto, what did you roll? A six. Okay. Uh, so the order is going to go Fenian, Portia, Melody, the smoke monster, and then Otto. Damn. Sorry, Otto. So, Fenian, uh, how are you? You guys are kind of toe-to-toe with the monster as it's congealed and grown from the ground immediately in front of the four of you. So, how are you guys reacting? And what are you ah! What are you doing, Fenian? Um, the six townspeople are not in initiative. Uh, no, they are not. I'm going to guy that much. Interesting. They're not The guy moving. on the rope. Mm-hmm. That I was holding, he he was trying to move away, like to join the circle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna let go of the rope. Okay. Uh, he he has thus far just been on the end of his lead, kind of weakly tugging, uh, to get out towards the circle. And as you let go, he just slowly backs up and enters the the formation of the circle with the others. So he is evenly distanced from you as they are. Okay. Give me one second. I'm sorry, my cat's eating plastic. <laughs> This is amazing. Classic. So are we in like... Oh, actually, I'll wait for her. I'm listening. Oh, you have Bluetooth headphones. Never mind. Are we in like two concentric circles? So the thing is in the middle, then we're standing around it, then the townspeople are around us. I was picturing you guys were clumped. Oh, perfect. No, that's fine. Yeah, The four of you are standing in a little clump. Cool. Um, Fenian... Has no close-up magic. Fenian is a very distant character, so hang on one second while I decide what... Um, <laughs> and I... Uh, um, I'm going to cast Shatter. Okay. As a level three spell. Okay. Which... And what kind of damage is Shatter? A li- uh, lightning? That's a good thunder. question. I think it's Thunder. It's Thunder. Remember what that time I asked Melody if something was lightning damage and she said, yes, yes it's thunder. <laughs> That's exactly why I remember I do it. Remember that. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> it was exactly shatter. Oh, okay. So Good I'm to going know. to cast shatter. It is a constitution save. Okay. Let me do that. Um, and he's looking to beat an 18. Well, he didn't because it was a 13. Okay, cool. So I'm casting it as a level three spell, so it's going to be 4d8. So five, three, two, seven. So that's 17. 17. Okay. Um, and yeah, okay. that's it. You hit him with this initial blast, uh, and as you do, bits of smoke go kind of wafting off of him, and uh, you all notice that upon first contact, he it, it kind of, a little bit of smoke dissolves from him, pouring to the ground, and you are all now standing in a smoky carpet uh, within this circle of these townsfolk, and next in the order is Portia. Oh, no. I'm sorry, I'm... Looking to see what I can do because I got a new um, spell slot. Mm-hmm. You know what? No, I'm not going to do any of that. The smoke that's like on the ground mm-hmm. around us, is it like 
in the ground or is it just like hovering over it like smoke would? Hovering over it like smoke would, like a thick fog. Okay. I'm going to ignore that for now. And, <laughs> and I want you all to remember, so, I want you all to remember too that you don't have your relics on. You put them in your bags. You're right. Um, I'm just going to do Toll the Dead for now. Okay. Aimed at the creature. Okay. I don't remember how magic works. <laughs> it is a cantrip. It, it's different for I every spell. I forget what I have to roll. You got to read the spell. I think it's. I think I have to make a saving throw. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Okay. It's a critical failure, Allie. Oh my gosh. Yay. All right. So you're going to... I roll two d8. Mm-hmm. And it's already taken damage, so it'll be uh, however many. And I I think it goes up based off of your level, Allie. At, oh. We're 13. At 11th level, 3d8 or 3d12. That's it. Okay. 8, 6, 9. Anyone do that math? 23. Okay, thank you. Yes, this imaginary bell tolls inside its head, and... Uh, it's going to take half that damage, Ooh. just so you know. Oh, geez. Here I go needing a calculator again. For my cunning action, can I just ask Matt or um, Otto for my thing back? Uh, yes, that can be a free action. Okay. Otto, can I have that back? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, so that brings it to Melody's turn. All right, Melody is going to also cast Shatter. Okay. Nice. For 3d8 thunder damage. And that's a constitution saving throw? It is a constitution save. That would be a 12. And yeah, that's going to, I'm going to hit. Okay. Twelve. Total. Okay. Here I go and need a calculator again. <laughs> Should just leave it open, huh? Okay, uh, you guys rapid fire make all of these hits, uh, and it's going to retaliate by. Um, you kind of see it's one of it, one of its long smoky arms appendages. Uh, the smoke kind of congeals almost into what kind of seems like it could be. Um, a palpable physical object but the more you look at it the more you realize it's not it's not a black object whereas it is a lack of anything in that space and it's going to use that thick voided uh appendage to hit fenian oh boy that's a melee roll so that's going to be 19 to hit Oh my good god, that hits. Okay. And that does uh, 2d8 plus 5 bludgeoning. Ow. Sorry. 1, 3. So 4 plus 5 is 9 damage. Oh, okay. And then uh, that brings it to auto as you, as you, as you see this, this arm uh, pull away from Fenny and after hitting him, it, it dissolves bla- back into a sheer veil of smoke again. Badass. Um, okay. I... 
This is character growth. I'm not gonna just jump in swinging swords. I'm gonna cast the spell I recently got called Barkskin. Ooh, what is that? Where I touch a willing creature and until the spell ends, the target's skin has a rough bark-like appearance and the target's armor class can't be less than 16, regardless mm. of what kind of armor it's wearing. I'm Damn. assuming Melody has the lowest AC in the group. I'm gonna touch Melody so that she can't die. Bark skin. Bark skin. Hell yeah. And then Wow, look at our a, look at our ranger being the buffer. You know? Wow. Melody, what's your AC? Eleven. Rip. Oh, mine's yeah. eleven too. Yeah, but you're buff. Oh, sorry, Portia. Yeah, I'm fine about it. <laughs> Portia's I'm fine about the it. The tank. I think you have way more HP hit points than me. It's totally okay. No, in my AC goes up by two because I have my gauntlet on. Oh, that's right. Oh, there oh, you go. Nice. Oh. Yeah, all of your ACs cool. should go up by two, don't they? I yeah, I was going to say. have my diadem on. Would oh, you I let me, just as, a, gauntlet, as an but... action, also give the magic stuff back to people? Yes, you can do that as the rest okay. of your turn. I run around. Here you go. Here, take this. Quick, take this. You, like, you're, you're all standing shoulder to shoulder, up. though. Oh, so I don't run around. I just... Yeah, you just hand them out them. like Capri Suns at a Little League game. Let me just double check and make sure that they are all plus two. I did not so know that. I don't remember that two. with mine. No, I think that was only the gauntlet. I'm yeah, sorry. mine definitely doesn't. No, it's just the gauntlet. Sorry. Oh, okay. Rip. JK. JK. I think I was thinking of the mech suits. Oh, oh yeah. Throwback. Uh, so Otto, you—that's the rest of your turn, totally. Well, I can't do, I can't, if I use a spell as my action, I don't think I can also attack. Yeah, no. You could so. move, but. Oh. Because that was How a close am I to the, to the monster? Very. You're all, all within five feet of the monster. I mean, you know, maybe I'll back up just like a hot 30 feet. 30? Can I? Nope, the circle is not that large. Oh. Well, unless back, you're, unless you try to step past the townsfolk. No, I guess not. Okay. So then you've probably moved back about 15 feet. This is close quarters combat, my friends. Uh, and that brings the order back up to Fenian. Um, how big is... What's the diameter of the circle of townspeople? Yo, do you just say 30 feet, 15 feet one way? Radius perhaps, 15? Perhaps 35 feet. In diameter. Cool. Okay. So Otto is now just uh, maybe like three or four feet in front of the townspeople to his back. Yeah, I'm going to take a similar step, but in a little bit of a different direction. So like... Trying to flank him? Yeah. Just to divert his attention so he doesn't have one single target. Um, so I'm going to circle towards, I don't know, uh, the spooky smoke boys left. Spooky smoke boys left. Okay. Spooky smoke boy. SSB. SSB. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm going to uh, read up on another spell that I don't remember how it works. Okay. Good God. Um, I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb. Okay. What type That's, of damage? Um... I will choose. I really like that it involves me just like 
frantically googling because my memory is that of a fucking oyster honestly 70 percent of every single session for me is googling what you're doing so i can also <laughs> be reading it i yeah right so i'm going to make a ranged spell attack okay. and i'm gonna choose it to be let's do acid that feels like a fun damage type okay um it is a 19 to hit um, where the fuck is my AC? <laughs> oh, no. Holy shit. A He's 19... so buff, he doesn't have an AC. Right? A 19 to hit, yeah. you said? Yes. That hits. Sick! So that's gonna be... 3d8. Okay. So I will do... I see. I for real deleted my AC. <laughs> Six. Seven. One. Fourteen. Okay. Fourteen acid. Okay. Yep. That uh that kind of you expect it to almost fly right through him, this kind of orb shaped deluge of acid, but as it does, you see that it, it it eats away at the specks of smoke that it hits. And uh those little splotches of smoke that have, have dissipated and gone quickly reform though you know that this creature has taken damage from them and next in the order is Portia nice hi, hi. um so we do know that it did take acid damage mm-hmm all right I'm gonna do acid splash then okay um so you just have to do a dexterity saving throw okie dokie I will warn you my dex is high 20 dex it's too yeah. damn high. That's it. And that's not a half, right? Mm, it doesn't say. Is that a that cantrip? It is. Okay. No. It just says... Okay, or take the damage. Okay. Yeah. Yep, so you you miss this acid. He kind of almost anticipates it coming and opens up a gap where the acid sails through and reaches the other side behind him um and next in the order is melody i'm gonna go ahead and cast shatter again okay my biggest move one boy i can't wait till we're all out of spell slots on this one right right so it's constitution save oh let me do that it's gonna be a five yeah What is this monster? He's so sad. <laughs> Thirteen. I'm buying Amanda a <laughs> a dice tray. Thank you. Um, it's so violent. It's so loud. <laughs> it's Thirteen to punctuate the suspense. Huh? It's there to like punctuate the suspense, you know. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you whatever you're rolling on is also echoing into the the like that weird hollow gong sound of it's your just mic like stand. It's like the wooden little side table. <laughs> and it's what? right next to the mic. It's making your mic stand vibrate. So every time she rolls, it's like a small gong. It's on, it's clamped on the wooden right. thing. That's why. Ugh. Okay. Uh. So yes, you cast this this thunderous damage again, and um. Oh my god. It's resistant to thunder damage. I should have been taking half damage on those. Oh, I thought I already um, was. Ah! No, I took half damage on uh, necrotic damage that Portia did before, so... Fuck. 
I need to remath. Hold on. Okay. So he's going to take six damage from that rather than 12. And my math is now correct. So yes, he took half damage from your, your thunder damage. And next in the order okay. is him. Uh, and he's going to do a very similar thing where now he's going to turn both of his appendages into those hard voids in the space in front of you. And he's going to swing them at Portia, who is still standing directly in front of him. Um, yeah. So not only am I going to do this melee attack, but uh, regardless of whether you're hit or not, you need to make a dexterity saving throw. So let me just roll to see if I hit first. Okay. Does a 21 hit? Oh! <laughs> okay. His sure first does. good roll, of course it was on Portia. So from that, you're going to hey, take bye, 2d8 guys. You're gonna take two D eight damage. Okay. 1, 3, plus 5, 9 damage for that. And then I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. I'm sorry, it was 2d8 plus 5. I don't know if I said that. That's my d20, right? Yes. Okay. And then, yes, a d20 plus your dex. 17. Okay. You're good. Aha! Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You're (laughs) able to, you take this damage, but you're able to kind of hunker a bit as it it tries to knock off a piece of your armor. But the way that you hunker and, and move out of its way, you're able to prevent that from happening. And next in the order is Otto. Okay. I am going to cast another spell. Oh, my. I'm ready. I know. I'm really fucking on it right now. Uh, I want to cast Conjure Animal. What the fuck? I love where this is going. I just got recently. Um, So I don't think I even have to do anything. You summon fake spirits that can take the form of a beast and appear in unoccupied spaces. Yes, but we have to roll initiative for the summoned creature. Right. Okay. And then it fights for us. Is it? So I want to. And it's a concentration spell, so you have to you have to continue to roll to see if you keep it. Okay. But I think you're rolling your spell cast with your spell casting modifier. Is that how uh, concentration works? I don't know. Matt? Matt? Sorry, what was the question? I was also reading about concentration, about something different. What? How does how does concentration work? Concentration is if you're concentrating on a spell, I, you, you can't cast another spell, I think. Or actually, you can't cast another spell that requires concentration. You can cast another spell. Um, and if you're hit, then you have to make a constitution saving throw to determine whether or not you lose oh, focus okay. and the spell ends. That's right. Which... Um, something that I can't find, and I'm going to ask you, can we dismiss a spell that uses concentration as a bonus action, or do you want us to use an action to dismiss a spell? Uh, no, I think that that's fine. If you've got a spell going and you, you use another spell that doesn't use concentration during your turn, and then you also want to dispel your concentrated spell, you can as a bonus action. Thank you. Um, but not as a free action. No. Yeah, that's fine. So yes, Otto, what are you, what are you conjuring? What a contra- I have two ideas here. Um, part of me is like keeping with the theme, summon an Allosaurus, because I can't actually summon a Tyrannosaurus, but I could summon a big-ass dinosaur to fight this thing. 
be kind of cool. Sick. Alternatively, looking through the challenge rating two beasts in 5e, uh, Mimic is here. Oh, in the beasts list? Yeah. It's under basic rules, Aww, medium monstrosity. Oh, yeah. Big throwback. That's so cute. So, like, what if I summoned a mimic and had it turn into a giant smoke monster? Uh, to it fight? has to. I think it has to turn into something within its challenge rating or an inanimate oh. object. All right. That makes sense. All right. So, I'm going to summon an Allosaurus. Oh boy! Let me find the stats on an Alice. I'm so happy. What what challenge rating is that? Two. That seems low for an actual dinosaur. I know, right? Well, the Tyrannosaurus is eight. So I was trying to compete with the uh, transmutation spells you guys always do, but weird. I was just considering turning into a Tyrannosaurus. Actually. Oh my god! Too <laughs> oh many. Oh my god! <laughs> two just, dinosaurs. I'll do it too. We can just be Tyrannosaurus Rexes together. My dinosaur brethren. Ah! I feel, I feel so too left many out. Beasts. It's just me too and my dinosaur beasts. friends. <laughs> Wait, Can't I can twin it. I'll turn Portia into one. I'll twin <laughs> it and turn Otto into one. Oh my god. <laughs> a bunch of Tyrannosaurus. You guys are like, you could just be rats and run away. <laughs> uh, okay, I god. have the Allosaurus stats here, but I want you to roll its. I want you to actually take charge of it as we. And you need to roll the initiative for it. Okay, I got it open in another tab too. So. God. Okay. Uh, 19 for initiative. All right, so it's going to go uh, between Fenian and Portia. Oh my gosh. Actually, you know what? It's going to go between Portia and Melody. That makes sense. Allo. Because you, you guys also rolled. Are we calling him Al or what? What's his name? Oh, yeah, let's call him Al. Sick. I love that. Uh, kind of fits so... with the pterodactyl named Terry Crews, you know? Oh, so true. <laughs> Is that Al your whole... Sharpton. Is that your Al whole turn, Otto? <laughs> Al Sharpton. That was the only uh... Al I could think of. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I think that's all I can do. Alan Thick. Alan Thick. <laughs> uh, is that your whole turn? Yeah, I don't think I can do anything else, right? Uh, nope. Uh, if that was your whole action, then nope. So, brings it back to Finian. Finian. And you know what? Mm -hmm. I I have not had a chance to use this spell in a minute. Finian's gonna cast Polymorph on himself. Surprise, but instead of surprise. a Tyrannosaurus Rex, he's going to turn into a giant ape. My God. Again with the ape. <laughs> so I'm, I'm playing a little King Kong flavor here. Yes. It's going to be great. Um, so um, Fenian casts his spell and grows into a towering ape. I actually don't know how big it is. It's yeah. huge. So, so uh, fuck, I don't have my sheet with me that tells me the sizes. 15 by 15 feet. Okay, so, so I'm 15-ish no feet tall. Yeah, so you're no longer 15 feet away. I'm going to say you're probably like 8 feet away because you take up much of this circle now. Oh, yes. Not even. Maybe 5 feet. Um. Oh, okay, yeah. Because so, it's like 15. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Fantastic. And question. Mm -hmm. I'm holding my staff still because Otto distributed everything. But it's like a toothpick. <laughs> It's teeny tiny. Do all of those things still apply? Yeah, right? 
Sure. You can do magic as an ape? Um, I believe so. But um, No, you can't would... as a mouse. Because I have this... hands and feet. But oh, also right. maybe not. I don't know. Can you do magic in oh, no, your um, state? I just remember uh, reading it... that your belongings like dissolve into you. you He's know not I mean? wearing like... it, though. It was something that he was holding. Yeah. Um, I can't cast spells, sorry. To be fair, though, the amulet did grow to the size of the supreme heat. That's true. So I think it um, makes sense that it would grow to fit the hand of Fenian as an ape. He has spoken. I have spoken. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. The last line, just FYI for Polymorph, the creature can't activate, use, wield, or otherwise benefit from any of its equipment. Okay, but you're still holding a big stick. Sick. A big ancient stick. Rafiki has spoken. And I hold the stick up and pound my chest a couple times, and then um, the Sprex Zarathustra plays, and it's fucking 2001 A Space Odyssey. It's great. Anyways. I love it. I love it. Please Um, give me more cultural references. (laughs) I thrive on them. Okay. Um... And that's what I will do this turn. Okay. Um, do you want me to use the standard loadout for the giant ape, or do you want me to roll hit points? No, just use the standard. Cool. Next thing order is Porsche. Does the dinosaur go? Oh, no, it's after. It's after you. After? Did I the have... dinosaur go? His name is Al. Big Al, sorry. Oh, Big Al. I don't really have any spells of any sort that would... That aren't like dexterity. Fucking stab him. I was. I gave you like. It. I gave you magic things. I gave you weapons. You've got weapons. You're you a have rogue. A crossbow. You're a rogue. It's you not always. What if it's it... not always spells in D and D, Alley. No, I know, but like a smoky figure. If I just take an arrow, it could just go right through it. Or maybe it stabs the smoke. That's Come on. Right. We won't right. know until no, one of us tries. I don't remember how to use my battle axe, but I, <laughs> I do it. She holds it by the blade. Oh, God, it hurts. <laughs> She's balancing it on the palm of her hand. Is this right? Is this <gasps> it, guys? That's not right, but it's incredibly impressive. Why are you doing that? <laughs> you know, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> You're battle axing, no, though? Yeah, I am going to battle axe him. Okay. It's a melee strike, so d20 plus your strength to hit. 21. That hits. Frick and yeah. And then it's 1d8 slashing. Six. Okay, you you swing your axe at the, at the base of this smoky creature, and the axe does swing through, and for a moment, this... The smoke does part, and bits of it fly away and dissipate, but it quickly closes back over, and you see that it has only taken half of the damage that you've given it. Portia, yeah. add your strength modifier. I did. Oh. <laughs> oh, to oh. the hit? Okay. Oh, wait. Yeah, to the hit? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Oh. You do that. I am proficient in it, though. Yeah. Oh, so you should have added so- your proficiency to hit, but you did that already. Yeah, but I don't know. Like to the to the damage. When do you? Why do you add your strength modifier to the damage? You don't do that. That's what he says. 
Does that say that on your on your character sheet online, Allie? Oh, do you have a character sheet <laughs> I on? I don't know. On Beyond? I don't. Okay. Uh, well, I do, but I don't look at it. Can you look and see what it says next to your battle axe for actions? Because I've never known that. How do I... No, yeah. everything that I have says 1d8 and then nothing else. Yeah, you add strength to uh, martial weapons, and then you add um, dexterity, dexterity to ranged. finesse weapons and yeah, ranged so weapons. Yeah. She well, did that's that to hit, the, but not the damage. Yeah, on no, the you do it to the damage, too. That's the first time I've ever heard that. I've never I, heard this before. That's wild. I, It's like part of the game, dog. No, I know. I've been playing D&D wrong for a long time then. You've just been so, playing magic heavy. I, fair enough. So I add my strength modifier to both rolls? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just had to double check myself. But yeah, that's definitely standard. Because when I like equip like a battle axe, it says plus two my strength modifier and everything else says plus three because I've been making sure everything is finesse instead because it's better. Okay. So then, yeah, that would make it, what, Ellie? S- eight? Because you rolled a three I, plus your strength. I thought you said six. Oh, so sorry. So six plus eight is 14, but it's halved. So seven. Yes. Okay. We hurting them. So seven damage. The next in the order is the Allosaurus. Big L. Fat L. Big fat Big L. Fat L. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, no. <laughs> Does he sound like that? Oh, yeah, that's no. what he says. Oh, no. Too many cultural right before, references. We've reached the Right threshold. before he takes... Is it even, like, appropriate to make a Fat Albert reference now that Bill Cosby's I, a demon? I don't no, think so. No, and I so. also think that Fat Albert is very fatphobic, and we shouldn't go there. I was about to say that, too. All right. That's true. Playing up a lot of... What are the other ones? Yeah, give me a list of Al's right now. Pacino. I don't know. Matt jumped straight to Al, Al Sharpton, and I was like, that's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably somehow worse than a Fat Albert. So. Okay, Al- so he says Alexander he's Hamilton. Al Pacino, and every time he like bites someone, he says, say hello to my little friend once for each of his teeth. Each yes. one is the equivalent. He can't speak, can he? <laughs> well, he can. He's a conjuration of my Imagination. I don't know if that's how that works, but okay. Imagination. Imagination. <laughs> we should keep a counter in this episode, and at the end, I'll tell everybody how many cultural references we've tallied up. So we many. Um, I conjured the Allosaurus where I am, right? Like, I assume, yeah, it's beside you, so you're at oh, the edge actually, of the circle. Okay. So he's going to run, run right up to that swamp. Uh, smoke monster and swamp monster swamp monster <laughs> and gonna go with a bite okay chomp 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 so that's a 14 to hit yeah doesn't hit fuck fuck okay so next in the order is melody all right, Melody is um, not changing things up. She's going to cast Shatter again. Okay. Girl. Constitution save. Oh, let me do it. Five. I'm rolling bad tonight, y'all. 
We love it. I'm casting this at a third level spell slot. I have a feeling when we first started playing D&D, I didn't know about damage immunities or resistances. So I'm, I have a feeling that there were many bosses that you you encountered early on that nice. just didn't have them or I 20. ignored them completely. <laughs> 20 that damage? Just... Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, 20 damage will be 10. Nice. So you guys are making a dent. Um, you can all kind of tell that it's a little, it's, it's a little bit thinner than it was before. It's less opaque and, uh, bits of it are gradually wafting off in, in more frequent chunks. Um, but it does not seem chunks. to be, it does not seem to be deterred. Uh, and it, it quickly forms another hard voided appendage and tries to swing at you, Melody, uh, immediately following your, your attack. Oh no. 23 to hit. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be 2d8 plus 5. Ow, my bark! Eight. Bark skin. 9 plus 5 is 14. 14, ow! And does that give you resistance? No, that just raised your AC, the bark skin, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, 14 damage. All right. Um, and next in the order will be Otto. Okay, can someone remind me what types of damage have we tried that have not, have all taken half damage? So melee damage? Necro. S necromancy and slashing, I think. Have all done half. Yeah. Um, okay. Acid was full. And I don't know that we've tried anything else yet. Oh. I could try. I could try my breath weapon. I almost <gasps> breath never weapon. use that shit. Yeah. Are we all lined up? Like, will I spray my homies, or are we all lined up? Uh, I think the way that you've backed up, Portia and Melody are in your path to destruction. Damn. Oh, we gotta move. I mean, to be fair, it's a very small circle. You step could, forward and step could, back. <laughs> you could just step in front of them and then step behind them immediately thereafter. Oh yeah, I got a lot of room. Okay, actually, I wanna do that. Actually, you have very little room. <laughs> You're gonna be right up on him. Shit. You will be blowing it directly into its body. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. You know, it that, do be like good. that sometimes. Sometimes you gotta blow like a smoke monster. It Ooh. be like that. What? You got a huh? <laughs> you gonna what now? Sorry, repeat. Thank you. You have to make a constitution save. You got it. To see if this hurts you. It'd be a 13. Does not save. Okay. So now you're gonna take, because I'm at a high ass level now, 4d6 poison damage. Okay. Thirteen. Total. Yep. You Is that... you rear back and you you breathe this this cone of poisonous gas into the creature's body, <laughs> and it it quickly absorbs it, and you watch it swirl around inside its body for a moment, and then it it dissipates and disappears into the smoke and it has taken no damage. Well, oh, crap. Trucker, dude. I'm gonna- That um, hurt like a butt cheek on a stick. stick. 
Another one. Yes. Keep them coming. Another one. <laughs> Another I got, one. I got I just two did. attacks per action, so I'm going to slash at it with a short sword while I'm up here. Okay. Ah, uh, fuck. That's not good, though. 16? To hit? Yeah. No. Dang. No. <laughs> okay. I'm going to back up. I'm going to okay. back way up. Yes, it it kind of it kind of even opens like a little a little path for your sword to cut through as you swing in close range, and you you just narrowly miss it of its own accord. Uh, and next Smoky in the bastard. order is going to be Fenian again. Fenian, as a giant ape, is within ten feet of this smoke thing because there's not very much room left, um, and so he is going to make a fist attack, and he gets two fist attacks as a giant ape. Okay. Um, and this so is bludgeoning, is... correct? Yes. Okay. Um, a twenty-four to hit. Hits. Um, and then the second one will be uh a twenty-three to hit. Okay. Um, both of those hit. Yes. Cool. It's three d ten plus six for each. Uh, for both, yeah. Oh, total. Um, and this is a D10, so it's um seven, two, eight, five, three, two. So that's uh t- twenty. Twenty-seven plus twelve is my God. Uh, 39 bludgeoning damage. Yes. Well, shit, bud. You take two large swings at this monster. And as you swing one hand through, you, you kind of create a separation between the upper torso and where it meets the ground, the stock, if you will. Uh, and... It quickly reforms, but much of the smoke has dissipated away. And the second hit hits upside the the shapely head and also sends some smoke flying, but it quickly reforms, and you notice it's only taken half of that damage. Dang. Dang. But it's still 20. That's a lot. Heck yeah. <clears throat> and uh, with those two hits and what you've knocked away from it that it is not regained, it is a foot shorter. And ever I'm melting and ever melting. thinner. <laughs> uh, so next in the order is going to be Portia. I had an idea and then I hated it. Rip. <sighs> yeah, oh my really god! <laughs> I'm very upset about it. I know that it's only going to probably do half damage, but I'm going to do Toll the Dead again. Okay. So you just have to do a. Wisdom saving throw. Oh, shit. I scrolled too far. Oh, no. I'm in the wrong document. It'd be an 18. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Yes, an 18. No, doesn't do it then. Okay. Uh, So then next in the order will be the Allosaurus. Big Al, Fat Al. (laughs) Big Al, Fat Al. (laughs) Prince Ali. Fabulous Uh he. Maybe he can just be Alf. Alf. He's just Alf. <laughs> Alf. No, Alf. He's not an Allosaurus. He's Alpha. just Alf. <laughs> Alpha. 
Not alpha. 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 It's Japanese. <laughs> the 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 alpha anime. <laughs> Oh no. oh no! Oh no! Matt, you oh, put no. a dangerous idea into the internet. Oh, now it exists. Please, somebody you know take that and existed. do something with it. Hang on, I have to Google that. Please tell me that's a thing. You're about to find so much God. porn. God, I'm God. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I'm looking it Did up. You find it? No. I there can't an, find anything. There is an Alf fandom, but I think he's from an actual anime. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. Okay, internet. I'm calling to you now. Make an Alf <laughs> anime. You know we're manifesting an Alf anime. We're All of this D and D has only been leading up to this manifestation. <laughs> Jesus. I'm patenting All right, I'm it right a, now. I'm going to bite that smoke monster with my dinosaur teeth. Okay. Chomp. Chomp, chomp. <laughs> I like the noise. Oh, I got to roll it. Yeah, you got to roll it with the dice. Do you guys remember D&D? No. No. Oh. 14. Does not hit. This fucking dinosaur is useless. <laughs> hey. You wasted a turn on that He's doing his best. Boy. Now I'm just picturing Alf standing next to Anna. <laughs> I know, oh, me no. too. It's horrible. <laughs> I hate it. A giant, oh, like a 30 foot so tall good. Alf. Just... It's the worst. I love it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> next to the order is Melody. Melody's not doing anything new. She's just asking you to make a constitution saving throw. I will make that for you, Melody. <laughs> it's a 17. Uh, yeah. I no, can. wait. <gasps> I have a feat to use. In oh, someone boy. else's turn? Yeah, bitch. <laughs> what? Oh, Do be it's... wild, though. What? I've been waiting so hard for the smoke monster to pass a constitution saving, or any saving throw. Did it oh, pass, Mando? It didn't. It didn't. Oh. Well, then I'm just going to hang on to this bad boy. Oh, you hang on to that feet. Sorry. It didn't pass with a 17? No, I'm not. I'm uh, 18. Oh, shit. Well, I'm never going to get to use my feet. Mike, do you want me to use one of my traits to make him pass it? Yeah, please. So that <laughs> I can. And then you can. No. No. <laughs> this is getting out of hand. It's incredible. Seven. Six, seven, six. That's Nineteen. Nineteen? Okay. Nineteen. Half. Yeah. Ten damage. Yeah. Uh, that was shatter, am I correct? <laughs> that was shatter. I have reached the bottom of my page, and I am bringing my damage back up to the top. It's that point in the night, y'all. Ooh. It do be like that. It do be like that. Ali's gentle lean to the microphone is my favorite part of D&D. It do be like that. It do be like that. It do be like that. Is this... This is the podcast. It do be like that. Okay, next in the order is the monster. Um, let's Old see. Smokey. What do I have at my disposal here? No, he's just being a baby. 
I'm not a baby. <laughs> what are you calling a baby? No. Baby. I'm 14 years old. <laughs> I don't know why that voice was for a 14-year-old. <laughs> you work in a high school. I work with 14-year-olds. If one of them talked like that, I'd pee my pants. I'm baby. Uh, so what it's going to do is uh, it's going to reach out an appendage and it's not going to turn into that that strange dark void that it did before, but it's going to reach out and it's going to grab you, Otto. Um, not Otto. And I'm going to roll uh, this as a melee. Does a 16 hit, Otto? Uh, that matches my AC. So, so does that hit or no? No, I don't think so. Toy. Um, well, hold on. You're going to take half damage. Toy. Um, so hold on. It's 5d10 divided by 2. So, uh, you are going to take... 10 damage from its total of 20 and you feel your life source is is weakened significantly with this damage um, and oh. since you saved on the throw you will not be taking exhaustion my life force is weakened significantly by this damage <laughs> do I roll to see if my imaginary dinosaur friend goes away yes, yes. If you're, if it requires concentration okay and then what's the it's the spellcasting modifier your spell I think it's see, just think? a constitution check. Oh, it is? Constitution. I th Why? Oh, God. It's a concentration, I, isn't it? I know. I know. I seemed weird to me, too. Why did I just get a text offering me liposuction? <laughs> oh, man. Suspect. Okay, this is where concentration gets weird. Whenever you take already? damage... Yeah, exactly. Whenever you take damage while concentrating on a spell, you must make a constitution saving throw to maintain your concentration. The DC equals 10 or half the damage you take, whichever number is higher. Aha. So, so I have yes. to save so against 10. 10 with my constitution modifier. Mm -hmm. Yes. I got a crit fail. Oh, oh no! Bye, Big Goodbye, Al. Goodbye, Dino. Big Goodbye, Al vanishes. Goodbye, Al. Feels so good. And it is your turn now. Upon his demise. Yes. It is your turn. Okay. Melee damage is half. We know uh, this. Well, what type of melee damage? Bludgeoning, slashing, oh. piercing. Oh, really? Is it going to be different for the different kinds of? Yeah. Melee? Yeah. Bludgeoning and slashing were half so far. Okay. Well, that's actually perfect for what I wanted to try next. I am going to cast a spell called Flame Arrows. That's fun. What type of damage does that do? So... I touch a quiver of arrows. Okay. The uh, the next 12 arrows that I draw out of the quiver 
in addition to whatever damage they do based on my stats, also do an additional 1d6 fire damage. Okay. So, uh, Higgledy Paro, make these flame arrows. (laughs) And then... Good spell. Thanks. We've never done that before. Just felt right. I'm glad we did. In the next campaign. (laughs) If you want to cast a spell, you have to make something up. Make up the magic words. That's the next campaign. Fantastic. Pero, make these flame arrows. I really, I'm glad you guys. I feel like I got way too much of a laugh out of that. That's my next tattoo. Thank you. No, it was funny. <laughs> so, that, okay, so then hit. Fuck, man. That's a 15 to hit. That's not going to hit. That does not hit. Okay, I'm going to try another one. Okay. Ooh, uh, that's a 26. That does Ooh, hit. jeez. Okay, thank God. So now, so I'm. I guess I'm going to roll the regular damage, and then, which is a 1d8. And then I'll roll the fire damage separately. Yes. You know what I mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. Ugh. All right. So that's a five on the regular damage. Okay. That's and then that's piercing. Yes. Yeah. Arrows are piercing. So he's going to take three damage. Damn. And then four fire. He does not take any fire damage. This fucking Aww. guy. All right, that's my turn. <clears throat> yes, the arrow soars through the center of its body, and the fire just sort of stops at the threshold of the body and does not enter or exit the body. It just ends. And the, the arrow clinks to the ground on the other side of the creature, and the hole that your arrow formed uh, refills with the smoky smoke, smoky smoke. Literally smoke smoke without fire. Hey. Next in the order is Fenian. It's me, baby. Hey. Um, I'm going to go for my two-fisted ape attack again. That's bludgeoning? Yes. So it's going to be... Um, God, I hate math. 22 to hit. That hits. And then... (laughs) Ha ha! That would be a 12 to hit. Does not hit. Cool. So one of them hits. So it's going to be... Oh, boy. One, three, four, eight, plus six is... Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen. So seven damage. Yikes. I need a calculator. No, I don't. I can do it. I did it. Yay, proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, yes, you, t- you take another big swing through this creature's arm, and you dissipate the arm before it quickly reforms. Uh, and next in the order is Portia. Um, I have a question on my um, the golem procession mm-hmm. ability. Mm-hmm. If so the amount of, um, what are they called? Golems. I guess just golems to be created and go after a target, like, if it's more than one, will it like be directed at other people? Nope, they'll all go on whatever you target. Okay, I guess I'm gonna try and do that then. Okay, 
so I have to make a strength and... saving throw. Yeah. What's my strength? So my strength is a uh, my saving throw is a seven. What do I compare that to for me? I don't know. Your is strength. Is my spell saving? I think it is your spell saving. It's a seven though. Yeah. Okay, so that doesn't do it. Okay. And... So, so you roll a d10 to determine how many golems you create? Five. Okay. And then you're going to roll... I'm going to roll four d8 plus nature bonus. Mm-hmm. To determine how much each golem. So it'll be four d8 plus nature times five. Four. Five. It says the user must uh, roll four to eight plus their nature bonus. Is that my um, my intelligence modifier? It's your intelligence plus two because the gauntlet gives you a plus two nature bonus. Okay. So your intelligence plus two equals your nature bonus, which is the number you'll okay. add to the damage. 115? Okay. <laughs> so, Portia, you... you grip your guardian gauntlet deep into the ground at your feet. You kneel down and around you sprout up five stone golems from the ground around you. And they all kind of sprout up, wait a moment, and then charge forward at the smoke monster, each consecutively charging through its smoky body. Uh, And as each golem rushes through the body the smoke monster has hardly a moment to try to reform and as after all five have have charged through its body and dissipated back into the ground um the smoke monster reforms and is now quite sheer uh but it still has only taken 56 damage i'll take it what kind of damage is that bludgeoning i don't think it's it, it is bludgeoning okay um, and now the smoke monster is uh, another foot shorter, so a, a total of four feet tall. And oh, it is damn. quite thin looking. It's very sheer. You can see through it a lot clearer now to the other side. Um, and next in the order is Melody. Hi. All right. Yeah. Raining Ramage. Rampage. Rampage. <laughs> uh Am I like, are there people, other, are my friends caught in my 20 foot radius? Yeah. Well, Portia is. <sighs> okay, well. Fine. Can I step away from Portia? You're going to leave her in the, in the radius? Have like, fun, can I Portia. Step away from her so she's not in the radius, is what I'm saying? No, because you two are f- within five feet of the creature. So if you, if you center, if you center it, 15 feet away from, like, b- behind the creature, the edge of the cylinder will catch the creature. And it won't catch you. So it depends on where you center the cylinder. It'll also hit the people then, right? No. I just don't want it to hit Portia. That's my concern. Because there's about 18 feet between the people and the creature because it's a 35-foot diameter. So it'll be two feet off from the people, and the edge of it will still catch the creature. All right, that's what I want to do. Okay. Boom. And it's a constitution saving throw? Is it? 
All creatures caught in this 20-foot radius must make a constitution check against the yes. user's spellcasting modifier. Yes. Uh, constitution. It's a 12. Yeah, I, I, I beat that. Okay. 6, 8... Sorry, this is taking me so long. That's okay. Uh, you have to tell me what type of damage it is. Oh, uh, fuck. It can be freezing or acid. I don't think we've tried freezing. I don't think we've tried freezing, but we know acid works for full, don't we? That's true. Yeah, so I'm going to make it acid. Okay. Plus four. Oh, I thought acid worked for half, yeah. Did it? No, acid oh, was full. full. Acid was the only oh, okay. one that you know to be full so far. Plus this, is... this is like you fighting so the golems. 31 plus my nature? Mm-hmm. My nature bonus damage? My nature so, is... So your nature is your intelligence plus two, because I gave you plus two when you got the diadem. <laughs> my nature is plus 12. So 31 plus 12 is 43? Yes. Okay. I think that's the biggest hit Melody has ever made in the Same history for me. of us playing. I'm Amanda, so proud your of fucking you. Modifier, Amanda's modifiers are insane. Like, a lot, most of them are normal. But then nature and persuasion are both just, like, broken <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> it's... Melody has a plus 15 to persuasion. We could do anything. I How is that I possible? I said that last time. I can make anyone do anything I want. Because she has a, I, can I think she has five. a proficiency in it as a bard. Yeah. Um, well, no, so I just have like. So her charisma is really high. It's like my little like, 30? skill guys, no. like they get, because of my bard school, my bard school, I get to like oh, add a bunch of things I as I level that. up. Oh Her charisma is a 20, though, just so you I guys have, know. I have two bards in my other campaign, and both of their both of their persuasions, one of them is a 17 and one of them is a 15. It's unbelievable. I can make anyone do okay. anything I want. Um, so, Melody, this, this deluge of acid uh, rains down on the creature and just narrowly misses the townspeople beyond it. Um, and as it, as it rains down and dissipates much much of this smoke uh, all that's kind of left now is this this smoky veil along the ground um, and it occasionally bubbles up and tries to take form but it's having a very hard time you are still left in a thick curtain of smoke beneath you and uh, next in the order is going to be that smoke um, and it's it's going to put all of its effort into into forming one singular uh, cylinder of of dark, dense, voided matter, and it's going to reach up and try to smack Portia in front of it. Booch. That would be 27 to hit. Oh. I would, I would say that does it. Okay. So it's 2d8 plus 5. 5 plus 7 is 13. Right? Plus five is 18. 18 damage, Portia. Okay. No. Did I do that wrong? What were the numbers? Five plus seven plus five. 17 damage. I'm sorry. 
Um, and next in the order is Otto. All right, dog. I've tried everything else I got, so I'm just going to go ahead and sword sword him. Okay. You're going to sword the cylinder in the center? Sword him. Yep. Okay. Now, I get two attacks, but I get two-handed weapons, so I'm going to do roll four hits. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So I got an 18. Hits. Uh, 25. Hits. Uh, 24. Hits. And a 15? Does not hit. Okay, so I got three. Okay. Nineteen damage. Total? Yep. And I'm like, whoopa, whoopa, whoopa. And then on the fourth one, I'm like, Okay, yeah, you you swing your swords uh, at this cylinder and even just the ground below you as it's still covered in this thick smoke. Um, And as you swing and dissipate much of the smoke, it's going to take 10 damage. Uh, Now it is just this veil of smoke beneath you all. And next in the order is Fenian. Fenian? He's going to say an ape. He's just going to start swinging at the ground. (laughs) That seems fun and on brand. Okay. Um. So you get to do. Let's find out. Does a twenty-eight hit? Yes. And does a. Oh God, uh, twenty-one. Yes, both hit. Sick. So I'm going to do. Oh, I've already lost a D ten, D eight, D ten. Um, twenty-nine damage. And it's bludgeoning. Yes. So fifteen. Yeah, okay, so you 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 take two big swings as you punch the ground, and the second one, uh, landing a blow, almost creating a crater, uh, sends the smoke flying in all directions as it disperses through the air, and that thick, black, viscousy, inky, um, nasty, gross, how many adjectives can I do, um, <laughs> <laughs> drool that had originally congealed to create the smoke monster, um, turns clear and dissolves into the ground. And as you all look around, um, why doesn't everybody make a perception check? Seven. Eighteen. Twenty. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, You all look around and you see the townsfolk are beginning to regain a bit of their color. They're becoming less pale, less grayish, and and a a little bit of their natural tones are returning to them. Um... And they look around confused as all hell and frightened of you seeing these, not only this gigantic ape in front of them, but these these <laughs> other three uh, worn fighters battle ready in front of them and no enemies in sight. And um, Melody, you you take notice of the fact that though most of them look confused, Darla just seems relieved. Okay. What up, Darla? And we're out of initiative, by the way. Oh, okay, oh, okay. cool. Um, I send a little message to all my comrades, and I'm like, hey, check out Darla. She's, like, weirdly relieved and calm. I wouldn't say calm, but she looks less confused. She looks more She's so relieved. She's less confused, and she looks relieved. Um, I send a message back and say... 
She looks like she has information. I like, I send a message back and I'm like, I'm going to arrest Darla. And then what? I go, what? And I'm like, Darla, we're deputized. You're under arrest. <laughs> What's going on? Hi, Darla, FBI. How are you? I'm Cowboy hat tipped. FBI. I look for Francis. Uh, yes, Francis, Grove is, Francis is among the crowd. Are you are I, you separately approaching Francis? Yeah, I grab Francis by both of her shoulders and I say, "Go to Granny." She says, "Who <laughs> are you?" Go to Granny. It's Melody, by the way. <gasps> what? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Remember me? No, <laughs> talk, I'm talk. sorry. You're I dead. don't. And she like slowly backs away. She's like, "I'm I'm sorry. I don't remember." And she takes off running in the direction of Gran's goods shop. Good. See, it went through subconsciously. <laughs> and uh, I'm tying up Darla. I'm tying her arms behind her. I'm like, she, you're. She Auto. says, "It wasn't me, though. I didn't do it. I'm sorry. I, it was not of my own accord." Just tell me what's going on. You know. Um, are you trying to intimidate her into talking? Yeah. All right. Well, let's play D yes. and D. I'm, but I'm sus. You know. I can persuade her into telling us anything I want. Keep in mind, I am also still an ape, which I forgot. Oh, yeah. You just Don't like change. walked up to her wearing your giant ape I'm FBI coat. I'm just a giant ape. With the letters FBI in yellow fur. In like three feet on the back of my body. <laughs> Never change. Do you want me to roll to intimidate? Yeah. The fifteen. Uh, okay, yeah, she kind of, she kind of uh, is searching her mind. And she says, "I'm, I'm sorry. I just, it, it overcame me. It, it, it made me into its puppet. I'm so sorry. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. Who's it? I don't. That, that entity. That, that force. It, it, it just sort of seeped into me. I went through. I went through a lot of bad." postpartum depression i just had a baby and it it almost fed on that i think oh that's why that guy was so stressed out and such a dick yeah don't judge a book by its cover don't judge an npc by his dialogue i still think that guy is come on plus his name is he didn't have postpartum depression he's just stressed out taking care of his baby Yeah, yeah where's his wife at He's named after tired. the bad guy from Osmosis Jones, I don't think. <laughs> oh, add that to the list. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> I guess I just, like, stop, awkwardly stop tying her up when she says postpartum depression because I don't want to be problematic. <laughs> Otto, the woke hero. <laughs> so woke. No need to thank me. Ugh, God, disgusting. All right. Well, we're still going to need to debrief you, Darla. Do you want to come to a pocket dimension and hang out? Uh, what? No, I want to see my child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we could call up Olin Fair and see if he wants to come, you know, talk to this depressed lady. What yeah, do you we guys have think about that? Gucci, um... <gasps> The Rocky Taco. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fenian needs to work some shit out clearly before he comes back to us. He needs time. Okay, uh, Fenian stops being I, a giant ape. Thank God. I think 
yeah, I guess our next step would, no matter what, would just be to hit up Team Gooch and. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna bust out the Gucci phone and be like, "Mom, okay. can you come get us. People are drinking here. I'm scared." Uh, she, she on the other side of the line, you hear, "Oh, goodness, that that was kind of fast." Um, how's everything going over there? Are you in trouble? Uh, no, we kind of we killed a smoke goop. Yeah, we killed the evil, but maybe since you guys are already. On the run, we got a chance for you to like just come here and have Olin Fair ask smart questions to people himself because, you know, we oh. don't know that much. And Fenian's actually it's still a giant ape, so I don't think. Hey, I stopped being a giant ape five seconds ago. Oh, it's not nice mind. to call people names, Otto. Um, so you're saying that there are people there yeah. who might have information for me then, yes? Or may at least like firsthand accounts, you know, that we haven't gotten before. Okay, Um, do me a big favor. Uh, take a stick or something and draw a big circle with a G in it, and I'll be there in a jiffy. Oh, is that what the G stands for? No, it stands for Gucci. It does, in fact, stand for <laughs> no, Gucci. No, we have Gucci. Have you learned I nothing? I knew that. And it has to be the double G. like the It's pronounced thing. GIF anyway. There's so. only one G uh, in my Gucci, just so you know. There's two in mine. Wow, there's no, it's not a double G in other Gucci's. I get a big stick <laughs> and I and I draw a uh I've a worked copyright. in fashion for like four years. I should know this. Jesus Christ. Sorry, go ahead. I draw a copyright infringement approved Gucci logo on the ground. Thank you. It's not the Gucci logo, it's a big G in a circle. Uh and within moments, uh Morgana and Olin Fair and Ander are glittering into existence beside you. Hey, my boy. Oh, hi, adventurer. How did this one go? What up? What up, what up, what up? What up, what up, what up? That's what, <laughs> that's what Genji always says. Call back. Does he? Call back. Oh, right. Yeah, this one went pretty, pretty smooth. I did most of the damage on this smoke monster. Yeah, I'm sure you did. You're so cool. Uh, Morgana <laughs> says, okay, hello, um... Please point me in the direction of possible information. Darla. We all point at Darla. Uh, she she walks up and approaches with Olin Fair and she says, "Um, hello, my name is Morgana and I am Olin Fair and um we are members of the uh, Grand Overseers of Truly Sinister Happenings <laughs> Initiative and uh, we would love to know anything that you can possibly tell us about what you just experienced." And uh, she kind of walks him through the exact same thing she walked you through, but with more of a day-to-day -day about her, or a, more of a play-by-play -play -play of her going from being infected by this feeling to gradually becoming weaker, but losing constitution of her own body and therefore becoming almost like a meat puppet for this thing. Um, and uh, okay. up to the moment that she was drawn to you when you entered town to when she called the rest of the people who had been infected to now, when you've defeated the creature that they summoned. Well, let me tell you guys something. Uh, one thing, If there's one thing I know for sure about this town, it's that the town master germ is the bad guy. Heads up. Well, he's a bad guy. I don't know if he's the bad guy. Darla says, that's my husband. Yeah, I know. He's kind of a 
But well, he, doink. To be fair, he was ho- trying to hold down the fort while his wife was trapped by some evil being and he had a newborn son. Hey, listen. Yeah, the but we literally showed been... up and told him that we could save you and he just like shrugged us off. Speaking of which, may I go see Sefri now? Are you finished with me? Sefri. Sefri. Sefri Jar. Sefri Log like Jeffrey Star, but that's funny. Oh, well, I I think our friend here needs to talk to you, uh, unless she's done. In which case, I, yeah, do what you like. Oh, yes, that is quite enough information for me. Um, Olin Fair, have you gotten quite enough? Mm, yes, I, I believe I have. I love when we okay, tricked Jamie bye, into Darla. Into what? When we tricked Jamie into role-playing with herself. <laughs> it. It's my least favorite part about D&D, is playing multiple characters, having a conversation. It's my favorite part. I think it's fun. <laughs> Remember that time that you guys actively decided to make me roleplay multiple characters for a longer amount of time so you could get more info, even though I was giving you the maximum amount of info? Yeah. Yep. That was yeah. so fun for me. Which time? <laughs> now and also all of the other times. <laughs> we appreciate everything you do for us. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. I need uh, help. So, uh, Darla is is wandering off towards her home. What are the four of you doing? Morgana and Olinfair are scribbling into notebooks in hand. All right, Morgana. Yes. Have you figured anything else out about anything that we fought so far? Well, she kind of looks around and looks to Olinfair and she says, I don't think that this is the place to speak. So if you're ready to return, I think we should speak in in Sisbiv's pocket dimension. Ah, in which case, I am not ready yet. Okay. Well, uh, let me know. I will be going around taking notes on the the general, um, you know, state of things uh, in the aftermath of this catastrophe. So just let me know when you're ready to go and we will go. She's just an NPC standing there with a prompt. No, she ready? and Olin Fair are now like taking notes on like the dead crops and the trees and the, the animals that have had oh, to be okay. put down and I kind of try and... Penny and and I'm like, you wanna go see Hanko Mankus? Yeah, of course yeah. I wanna go see Hanko Mankus. Hanko Mankus! Hanko Mankus. Um Andrew, you wanna spend ten minutes with other kids your age for a goddamn change? There are other people my age? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, heck yeah, I'd want to do that. Okay, let's go. All right, go. come with me and just remember, most kids have not experienced as many war crimes as you have, so play it cool with <laughs> them, all right? Okay, <laughs> okay. If thanks. anyone asks, I never gave you a grappling hook. That's irresponsible. Oh, okay. This is the first I'm hearing of that, but then, okay, yes, <laughs> you got it. All right, what do you do? Little dude. All right, we're going to the Mancus family farm. Mancus family farm. It's not that far. It's only a block away. Uh, and you approach, and um, Hanko Mankus, Edgar Mankus, and their two kids are uh, leaning against the fence, watching you approach, as they've apparently been watching the battle this entire time. And as you all kind of approach there, you look around and you see people um, now closing their shutters and curtains and windows, as if they'd been leaning out of them this entire time. Just Pretty watching. cool, huh? Just watching. <laughs> Um, 
I we knock on the front door of the Mancus family homestead. We, wait, we, we walk past them leaning on the fence to knock on their door? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Hango <laughs> <laughs> calls out to you and he's like, ah! Uh. We're over here. And then yeah, I, I know. I, go, I oh, thought there that was you weird. are. Uh, and we go oh, over, God. and I imagine we have a lovely montage of sitting around a table and eating and joshing around. Do you not invite Morgana and Olinfair to dinner with the Mancus family? Well, it would probably be polite to ask the Mancuses first. The Mancuses made a comment about how little food they have now that the crops and animals are dead. That's You're true. Right. So I was kind of trying to limit how many people we were imposing right. on them. That's good. Like, That's good. I'll go get Morgana. No, I thought you were just like, I didn't know that you were going to spend that much time away. So oh. I'm just kind of imagining Morgana and Olin for a wandering. Like, Where are they? Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's fine. I get your motives. I understand your motives. Okay. Hey, it's your DM, Jamie. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Attempted Adventure. I hope you enjoyed it. I just wanted to let you know that next week's episode will be going up on the 20th as per the schedule. And then the episode that comes out on the 27th, episode 33, is the season finale. Uh, So recommend this show to all of your friends and family who might want to catch up before the finale airs and uh we look forward to hearing that i do want to let you know that if you're not following us already on twitter and instagram we are at a adventure cast and we do post trailers for every week's show as well as other things pertaining to the show we're hoping to do a q a after the season finale goes up we'll be putting up a table talk on august 3rd before we take a couple weeks hiatus between seasons and i just want to let you know that ahead of time so you have time to catch up or uh, start thinking about your questions as you listen to the remainder of the campaign that also being said i am so thankful for everyone who has been listening and keeping up with the show through this whole first season Uh, when we started this out we couldn't have ever imagined that people would be listening to the show at all let alone the amount of downloads that we've received so thank you so much for that and if you're not already you should totally subscribe to us wherever it is you get your favorite podcasts especially if you've listened this far Uh, we are on itunes google podcasts spotify deezer and many other providers And if you have a minute, it would be super helpful if you could go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review to let others know that you have enjoyed the first season and you are looking forward to the rest. Like I mentioned, we will be taking a couple weeks hiatus after the final table talk for this season. Then we will be doing something very fun. So keep an eye on our social medias for an announcement for that uh, before we go moving into the next season. Thank you again so much for listening and tuning in. And I hope that you will stick with us and enjoy the rest of this campaign. So as always, friends, I will catch you in the next one. Bye.